This time, he was in his bed sleep. Well, he wasn't sleep, but his eyes were closed. He watched time tick by. In the background was the sound of his clock. He could hear the sounds of the clock tick while he laid there with closed eyes. He was chilling, relaxed, listening to time tick by. He tried to go back to sleep. He could hear the noise of trucks and cars pass by. He yawned and stretched his arms wide. He turned to lay on his right side. A small tear formed in his eye. The clock went tick, tock, tick. He adjusted his pillow. He didn't have anything to do today. He loved it. Deep, slow breath. He laid still. The noise that the sounds made started to fade. The clock went tick. Boom was so loud he felt it in his bones. Quickly he jumped up out of bed to check what was going on. This boom wasn't normal. It was like Godzilla's foot landed outside his home. He was nervous. He was shaking, trying to put some clothes on. He pulled open his room door. He pulled open his front door. He ran outside to check what was going on. He got out into the streets, looked around, and saw nothing but MPs. He said, MPs, military police, what the fuck is this? He could feel that sound, you know, the sound that made the building shake. But where he stood, there was no movement, so he knew there was no earthquake. But as the sounds got closer and closer, where he stood started to vibrate. He turned to his left and froze like, wait. He saw a tank. He didn't know what to think. Like two or three of them, son. He didn't know what was going on. He saw jet planes, military men and women in fatigues. He glanced down to his left leg and saw where he had peed on himself. Boom! The tank shot his neighbor's house right off the block, kid. He started to run. That's what I would have did. He got towards the middle of the block. Boom! He turned around and saw they had destroyed where he lived. He stopped. No! He looked at himself from bottom to top. He had on house shoes, PJ bottoms, a wife beat a tank top. A do-rag. Boom! Start running, kid. You got on what you got. Start running, kid. He started running again. The MP started taking shots. They were killing people everywhere, kid. People running beside him just started to drop. And for some reason, he heard this one gunshot. Keep running, kid. Keep running, kid. He stopped. No, keep running, kid. Keep running, kid. Why the fuck you stopped? The bullet was right in his face. It got closer and closer and closer and closer and it stopped right between his eyes, about to touch his face. He looked at it. Then ding dong. He didn't know what was going on then. Ding dong. He woke up, sweat all over his face. He looked around. He was still shaking, kid. He wiped off his face, threw the robe on, went to answer the door. It was the postman. He had a special delivery. He opened it. It said he had been drafted to war. Dream variations.
So Dream Variations, the poem you just heard, was a a poem that uh, started a long time ago. I think I think I'll talk about that. I think we'll go into that. Uh, Yeah, you should. Yeah, I know I should. So we're going to go into that. Dream Dream Variations was a poem that was um, given to me a long time ago. You know, I want to I want to sit here and take all the credit, but uh, I realized listening to that uh, and listening to me now, like, you know, I, I have no bass in my voice back then. Um, and I can't even remember, like I said in earlier episodes, how I recorded the Journey CD and pressed it and sold it. Right. I did that um, with effects and so forth and so on. So I don't I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, it was another life in a lifetime ago, a couple lifetimes ago, but either way, I, um, I find it interesting that I was given that gift such a long time ago that I was able to immortalize it, right? Like it's always going to be, um, you know, I, I imagine someone rummaging through my stuff after I pass in life and, finding that CD and like, Oh, let me put this on and see what it is. And hearing my younger voice. I mean, I even sound slimmer (laughs) in that, that CD. Um, so I think that I I appreciate it. Um, and it, it never really scared me to be able to, uh, channel some things like my two previous episodes, um, scared, other people. And it made me realize how dangerous, you know, my visions or my daydreams or uh, my nightmares could be, you know, and, and OMG, please help E. I really channeled someone that I I had been before. And I put a series of, of things together a lot of cries, a lot of tears, a lot of heartaches. Um, when I did try to commit suicide, uh, when I did try to drink myself to death, um, when I didn't see the reality that was in front of me, like I was trying to find out what reality was. And I was trying to realize, um, what side of the looking glass I'm on. Right. I, I spent a lot of time in that dark space. And when that vision or that dream or that poem or that beautiful work of art, I think came to me. Um, I expressed that I I expressed, uh, OMG, please help me. E, uh, I, I did that without script, um, because I channeled a lot of things and things that I've seen from people. So, uh, and I, I, it is, you know, it, it scared people and which wasn't, what I was trying to go for. I was looking at something that would be, um, just an expression, you know, I'm, I'm looking at, I, I spent a lot of time talking about my, my mental health, um, my mental illnesses. You know, I spend a lot of time talking about other people's mental illnesses. And, and it's important that it's an important discussion because we go through these things, right. And no one really talks to us, at least in my culture, uh, if you haven't figured out by now, I'm I'm a black male uh, in America, uh, and I came from a history that I can't, no matter what um, 
what do you call those things that people do now? Those ancestry things, <clears throat> excuse me, that they do now, no matter what ancestry thing, I just don't believe I'll be able to find or trace because when they brought us over on those slave ships, uh, the manifests were lies. So, and then um, there was so much that happened during the slave trade uh, that I, I just don't believe, you know, in what was laid out before us or before me as a history. And I spent a lot of time in my life learning that I had to unlearn the stuff that was told to me in order to oppress me. So, um, and, and to oppress my people. So I also spent a lot of time, uh, developing these dreams and these nightmares, um, or these daydreams or these, uh, I, I don't know what else to call them, but I, I spent a lot of time, uh, waking up going, what was that? What is God trying to tell me? Let me read. Let me try and interpret it. And then one day I just said, I'm going to put them all down. And I started. And as much as I was in the love process with this, um, something had taken me. And OMG, please help me was developed. Um, and then the same thing with uh, what is happening to my mind. Like those two previous podcasts really dug into, you know, a mental illness. Um, or a mental disorder, or how, however you'd like to term it, um, I really went there. And unfortunately, I did get the response that I was looking for, where people thought, you know, I needed help, and they really wanted to help me, or they wanted to make sure that I was okay. Because um, I got emails, I got phone calls, you know, people <laughs> were like, hey, everything is all right. Um, because it just seemed a little too real. And, you know, that's why I stopped doing poetry before, because I found myself uh, writing erotic poetry that got me in the situations I really didn't want to be in just, you know, because I was able to articulate uh, prose narratives, phrases, um, haikus, you know, um, and put them in, in the minds of people and kind of made them visualize something. I guess, and I never really thought about other people in this way, but I guess that other people couldn't do. Uh, and because I saw it, because I felt it, because if I was going to say it, it had to be my essence. Right. Which is why Daydream was created, along with the song that's in this episode by Aretha Franklin, you know, daydreaming. And I'm thinking of you. Um, I'm thinking of many different things as I daydream um, and I write them down. And it's been a long time since I've really written a poem or have acted out a poem or have um put something out where people could hear it or see it, visualize it, smell it or taste it um, in a descriptive essay, I guess you would say. Uh, and, and OMG, please help me. And what's happening are the two for a very long time. So um, and then I had to go back and, and channel dream variations, which you heard just to get a laugh uh, for myself, because I had never realized that I was able to do these things for so long. Right. So um, and I, I'm I'm a very spiritual person. I'm not into religion, but I'm a very spiritual person. So uh, when 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 God talks to me, I feel as if I've been blocking God for a long time. Um, and then I heard God, you know, loud and clear. And I was able to use this shock value, I guess, of um, a poem. Um, 
the way things were written in metaphors or similes uh, to try and get people to understand or to be a part of what's going on in life for real. Uh, and, and again, most recently, I've had conversations with people about mental disorders, which, you know, a wide range of conditions that that basically affect, you know, your mood, the way you think uh, and, and your behavior. Right. You know, someone runs into a school and shoots up a bunch of kids, you know, even though we don't agree, like my culture don't agree with it or some people in my culture don't agree with it because they throw us behind bars and bury us under the gr- under the jail. Uh, we don't believe that these people have mental illnesses, but I mean, what what does it take to take not only the life of another person, but the life of innocence? Right. Um, but then on the other side, what or who are we to say that they're wrong because they're doing what we think is wrong in society? Um, so you kind of again, I, I look at the what I would call the the Gemini of it. You know, because you also have things like clinical depression, uh, which is a disorder that persistently depressed mood or or people's loss of interest in activities. Like I've seen people in these situations. I've been a person, you know, who's been clinically depressed, but never diagnosed by a clinician. But I understand what it's like when the covers hold me for two or three days and they're the one thing that comfort me. You know, my my anxiety disorder you know, a part of my mental health disorder, you know, my worries, my, my anxiety, my fear of, of being strong enough to interfere with my activities, to be able to do something different. You know, I got to stay on the same path. Um, I got to wash my hands. I can't shake people's hands. I'm going to get a germ. I'm going to get a disease from other people. Um, it's just, my anxiety is, is bananas, right? But it's real. It doesn't make it any less real that I speak about it. Um, I think that more people speak about their anxiety. Life will get better, right? People will have a better understanding of other people. We wouldn't have so much of this nonsense that goes on. You know, people feel like they have to hide. And, you know, that was the beginning. That's, you know, where I took a, a detour behind my Erica Badu Green Eyes song because that was awesome, right? That song was was bananas. Like, I absolutely loved it for a very long time. And I think I articulated it perfectly. And then you know, I was blessed with the concept of OMG, please help me because that was what was needed at that time. And, and, you know, what's happening to my mind was what was needed because I had been having conversations about mental illness, you know, and actually understanding people and being patient and trying to be more patient person because everyone is different. And, you know, being being in inclusive circles and restorative justice and stuff like that. So, um, you know, you, you never know, you know, who's bipolar. You know, there's episodes of mood swings in every one of us. Right. We, we go from depression to manic highs in a matter of 10 minutes. If somebody says the right thing to us, it's on. And I mean, on site. Right. How is that not a, a bipolar disorder? Right. We don't know. Um, especially again in my culture where we uh we were brought here from prominence and and told that we were nothing but slaves for generations and generations and as as we begin to grow into ourselves um understanding that there's two of us that this we represent in this country right 
Um, and a lot of people are, are very open and honest about it. And one of them is niggas versus black people. Right. And that's a real conversation. You know, niggas just are still stuck there. And black people are moving forward, trying to get things together. Right. And then there's that other personality that comes in where it's Africans or African-Americans. Right. Where Africans who come from Africa, who live in America, are African-Americans, but don't see themselves as African-Americans. They see themselves as Africans in America. Right. That's another split personality or a bipolar disorder. Right. I'm not messing with them. I don't want you to marry them. I don't want you to do this. And this is, this is, you know, it's not, I guess it is normal, but it's not enough of us abnormal people to say that that's abnormal to make a change. And I really hope what I just said made sense because that's just how I speak because it's insane to believe that you could be a different color, a different race, a different gender, all, you know, social constructs. And those are the differences that mean more to me than the fact that you're a human being who needs love, care, nurturing, um, and so forth and so on. So I'd rather hold these things from you because of my bias in whatever form. But um, I wanted to at least, you know, say thank you guys for for tuning in and, and commenting on the last couple episodes. Um, I know it was a little more like the Blair Witch product project where, you know, you really didn't know if it was real or not. But, um, you know, to some people, it's real to some people. You know, those last two podcasts are real. Uh, to some people, they're just theatrics, right? To me, it's poetry. Uh, and to be honest, poetry is not beautiful or it can be beautiful. It depends on what side of the looking glass you're on. And uh, I'm, I'm Daydream. Um, and one of these days, I'm going to be David. And maybe in the same podcast, I'm going to be both. That's the beautiful thing about neat, comma, straight up or on the rocks. I'm just going to do what I feel uh, because when it's over, it's over. And I want people to understand that it's okay to be you, right? I am trying to be me. I'm just finding who I am. And I'm in my 40s, still trying to find out who I truly am. I do know what I love, but I'm still trying to express and find out who I am. So please, it's okay to be you. Just be you.
That was Aretha Franklin, Daydreaming. Um, I remember when I first heard that song, I kind of realized that she put me in a mood and I have never come back from it. So it's all about daydreaming. Um, and it's one of my favorite songs ever uh, by one of my favorite artists ever, ever. If you've never heard the Aretha Franklin catalog, I suggest you go get on it because I got it. Um, and this song is just one of many that makes her the queen Right. They never called her anything less than the queen. So go get you that Aretha Franklin catalog um, and enjoy particularly the daydreaming um, song uh, for me and and my podcast and my other personality. So uh, really quick, I just want to just make sure that you understand if there is something that you need to discuss or someone you need to talk to, please do that. You know, don't hesitate. You may think that people do not want to talk to you, or you may think that people are not in the mood to hear you out, but you are important. So make sure that you tell them that you're important, right? There are some of, of the main groups of mental disorders, right? These main groups are, are mood disorders, anxiety disorders, personality disorders, psychotic disorders, you know, something classified, classified like schizophrenia, you know, um, eating disorders, 
trauma-related disorders. You know, it's, of course, post-traumatic stress is one of the big ones that's always talked about, um, and and substance abuse disorder. Um, and again, it depends on what side of the looking glass you're on as to what disorder someone may have. Right? You you aren't um, you aren't unless you are you are not someone who could classify people who have these disorders. However. Uh, as a person who I am dealing with an anxiety disorder uh, and sometimes find myself fighting my trauma related disorder um, because of my young life, you know, where I was in foster care for so long uh, and who I had to become as an adult and grow past the fact that I lost people in my life that I love more than anything, you know, but I hardly ever knew them. But I love them because of the blood kind, the blood tie. Uh, brought me into the reality of a trauma-related disorder. Um, same thing with losing people who died uh, from gunshots, from wars, from whatever, being stabbed. Um, losing my brother who's locked away uh, is a trauma-related disorder because our relationship has been put on hold for the past 12 years. Um, not knowing who he check, you know, technically is, we still talk, but you know, the conversations aren't I don't, I don't want to entice him into believing that the world is something different than what it really is, you know, but it's still a trauma to me. It's still a trauma to anyone who's in that situation. So please find find help. You know, it's OK. You know, I, I've gone to counseling. Um, I need to get back into counseling. Uh, and, and again, these these um, probably next couple episodes. I don't know. I don't I'm going to go with the way God is you know directing me to give. Right. These next couple episodes may be more about, you know, my mental illness, my anxiety disorder, uh, my trauma related disorder, my conversations about things. Um, and then I may also go back into uh, some of the music that I absolutely love and talk about love and relationships. Or I might find some of that depressing ass music um, where people had to express themselves through that, too. Um, and, and talk about that, or I may have, you know, someone over, we're watching movies and we talk about the movies. I just don't know what I'm going to do at this time. Um, and I'm just letting it go. So I'm letting it, um, naturally develop and I hope that you enjoy it. So if you do, of course, no matter what platform you're listening on, please like it, you know, make sure you subscribe to it so that when an episode comes up, it might just be a song that I want you to hear. It could just be 15 minutes of me talking about something that's near and dear to me. It could just be my nieces, my cousins, someone on here just saying something stupid or something nice or something relevant, or it could be whatever, right? If you want some of uh, some different kind of content that you just don't know what's going to happen from day to day, then subscribe. You might like neat comma straight up or on the rocks i thank you for taking uh the time to listen to me uh, taking the time to understand that my previous two episodes were uh, specifically aimed towards um, mental illness um, uh, mood disorders um, you know mental disorders uh, stuff like that because to me that's near and dear and important to my heart um and we'll go from there hopefully i see you on the next episode uh, by the way, I'm going on vacation, so I'll be uh, recording while I'm vo- on vacation, and when I get a chance to upload them, I will upload them. Yeah!